What are you scared of? As it's Halloween this week, I thought I'd do a spooky themed episode about what scares us. Fun fact, my husband's birthday is on Halloween and it's our favourite time of year to go on holiday. We aren't going this year for obvious reasons, but I'm planning an epic trip for next year. Some of the places that we've spent his birthday are staying in the most amazing hotel at Disney World, the Yacht Club, um, and snacking all the way around the world at the Epcot Food and Wine Festival, and attending Mickey Mouse's not-so-scary Halloween party, of course. <laughs> um, and we've also spent the night in an Airbnb in Naples, Italy, where we encountered bed bugs for the first time in our lives. I guess it had to happen sometime on our travels. That night was terrifying and I was honestly traumatised by the experience and it's kind of still with me now. That was our last trip before the pandemic and so I haven't been able to overcome my fear by going to stay in a hotel since then. So it's built up into quite a big fear that I really need to overcome. So. I am definitely going to be super paranoid about checking the next hotel rooms that we stay in. (laughs) Anyway, back to today's topic, what scares us? All kinds of things scare us, like my fear of spiders or being in small spaces. The worst time for me was when I decided to climb up to the top of St. Peter's Basilica in Rome. There was a spiral staircase to get to the top and it was just wide enough for one person to go at a time. So once you set off up there, there was no going back. And as I climbed and climbed, I felt more and more like out of breath. And this made me start to feel panicky. And I'm not good with small spaces and the space was really narrow. And knowing I couldn't turn back really scared me. So the final steps to the top of the viewing platform were really steep. And the only thing to hold on to when you were climbing up these really steep steps was like a rope that wobbled around as you kind of moved your feet. <laughs> well, by this point, I was almost in tears. I was about to hyperventilate and have a panic attack. And all I could think was, oh my God, I'm going to have to do all of this again, but in reverse to get back down. <laughs> and I had a similar experience when I climbed up to the crown of the Statue of Liberty. But the statue actually sways in the wind. So we were climbing up again, like a pretty narrow staircase with the the wind blowing on the statue. You could feel it like shifting in the wind. And my 13 year old brother was behind me saying, Laura, are you okay? As we climbed up. So he was trying to look out for me, but I was terrified. (laughs) The thing is, I didn't let my fears stop me from doing these things and having these experiences. And when I got to the viewing platform at the Basilica, or into the actual crown of the Statue of Liberty. I was so pleased that I did it, as the views were amazing and I'll always have those memories and those stories to share. Head over to my Instagram if you want to see photos of these things that I've been talking about because I'm sharing them over there. But I have let my fear stop me from doing other things, like this podcast. It took me three whole years to find the courage to launch this because I was worried people might think what I had to say was stupid or they would hate my voice. Now I've done it, I don't have these fears anymore. Some people might hate it and might hate my voice, but I also get so many messages from people complimenting the podcast and saying they really like my accent. The way I look at it now is, I don't like everyone I meet, and therefore it makes sense that not everybody will like me, and I've come to be okay with that. I've realized that the key, like in life and business, is just to be me. 
and my people will find me and the others will pass me by and that's fine. So going back to the fears, my fears also kept me stuck in a job for 11 years where I really wasn't happy. In fact, I got less and less happy as these years passed. But I felt comfortable there even though I wasn't happy and my fear of leaving was bigger than my fear of being unhappy. It wasn't until after I'd left that I realised how free I felt and how exciting it was to have so many possibilities open to me. I could literally choose to do anything I wanted to do. It's like a light switch was flicked on in my brain and suddenly I realised how small I'd been keeping my world. I'd been well in my comfort zone for a long time and not growing at all. So I'd believed my only options were to stay in that job or to look for a similar job that probably would pay similar um, and probably be like a similar setup, similar situation. These are the choices I thought I had, two choices. That's what I'd been limiting my life to. But as soon as I summoned my courage and I left that job, I could see what I'd been missing. I could see infinite possibilities out there for me, all there for me to reach out and take. I could use my own experience to start a business and help other people. I could boldly apply for jobs I didn't think I was qualified for and just see what happened. I could just up and go travelling. I could learn new things and see what other possibilities they opened up. My fears melted away and I knew that whatever path I chose I would be okay because I always was. I trusted that I could always make sure that I was okay. So finding the courage to trust myself and to believe in myself changed my life and I realised that I didn't want to live a small life with very limited options. I wanted to live a big expansive life full of experiences and stories to tell. Now there are some fears that we don't want to overcome and that's fine. Like for example, I don't have any desire whatsoever to overcome my fear of spiders because there's no way I'm holding one or letting a tarantula walk up my arm. I just don't need to overcome that fear. But my life felt small and I felt stuck. So this was a sign I needed that I should summon my courage and step out of my comfort zone to start to make my life bigger and to open my life up to more possibilities. So my question for you is, how big or small does your world feel right now? Do you feel stuck? Or do you feel free and surrounded by a whole load of possibilities? And if you're sitting there listening to this thinking, but Laura, how do I see the world of possibilities that are open to me when I'm in my small world? How can I know what they are so that I can start to make my life bigger? My answer would be, I know it's really tough to get started with this. That's why I stayed stuck for 11 years because I didn't know how to do this work or how to begin. So if your world is feeling small and you're feeling stuck, then do not fear. See what I did there? <laughs> I'm going to be running a fun series of workshops in November to help you see all of the possibilities and to help you plan how you can step out of your comfort zone and make 2022 a year of growth for you. If you focused on this for a year, imagine how much bigger your world would be by then. If this sounds like fun and you want to join me for the workshops, click the link in the show notes and join the waiting list. I'll be sending out a special gift to everyone on the waiting list later this week to get you started with finding these possibilities that you have in your life. 
I'm super excited for these workshops and the ideas are just flowing out of me. I'm going to make them super valuable and helpful so that you get so much from them. Oh, and did I mention that it'll be completely free? <laughs> so join the waiting list now by going to www.myjourneytofearless.com forward slash possibilities or click the link in the show notes and keep a lookout for more information about the workshops and your free gift that I'll be sending out soon. Take care and have a spooky Halloween week.